0: Hey everyone, my name is Yaru, and you're listening to the DIY Business Podcast. I'm really glad you're here because this episode is very close to my heart. It's a solo one, and I'll be talking about why I've left social media and what I'm doing instead to let my business thrive. I know a lot of you are struggling with this constant pressure to perform and to post regularly, and you're wanting to explore different ways of doing things. So I am not going to convince you to leave social media if you don't want to, but I really hope that this episode is going to give you a little bit of food for thought about how, um, how you spend your time and attention and energy in your business and that even if um, being on social media is right for you right now, which it really might well be, um, then maybe that you'll be more intentional with um, how you're using the different apps. That's kind of my hope for today. And then as a side note, I also have um, time and space to build another website this autumn. So if you're interested in that or in tag and design support from me, which you can book hourly or in business mentoring, let me know. I'm gonna link to my offerings in the show notes and you're super welcome to book a free free call in which we can get to know each other and see if it's a fit. But now, yeah, talking about what I'm here to talk about, leaving social media. So I started kind of thinking and dreaming about this, I think, more than a year ago. And I was saying to my friend, there are these people in an older generation of running small businesses that seem to be okay and have built really beautiful, meaningful businesses without being on social media because that was just not a thing when they started this. And I also was looking back at the past two years, I'm in my fifth year in business now, and I really noticed how much things had changed. When I was first starting out, I was mainly on Facebook. Facebook groups were a really big thing. I had my own group, which I had built um, to 500 people, which was quite fun. But in the end, not really satisfying and not really connecting me to other people. So I let that go. But then Periscope came along. Twitter was also pretty big. I left Twitter, I think a year and a half ago, because I just noticed that this kind of very fast paced environment and a very short form posting just wasn't really working for what I was trying to do Um, and then yeah Instagram really really kind of became big and has become a central point in my own business and many of the businesses that I support and um, have been you know near in some ways um, and of course that's beautiful you know I'm grateful for my time on Instagram I learned a ton more there I got to know amazing people I built my own business um, I found my voice a little bit more than I had before I really enjoyed sharing visuals um, because I like taking pictures um, and most of all you know most of the time I had a good time in there um but this year I was also I mean not just this year actually for quite some time I've also just been in this experience of like feeling really busy and feeling like I had to really struggle to make time for the things I care about like having deeper conversations with the people I love reading more books writing more long post you know long form post or writing in general I think that being on Instagram and really making an effort to post regularly has shaped the way that I was writing and even thinking, um, and that shocked me in a way. I, um, always, I was always writing since primary school, and I wrote essays as a teenager. I became a blogger then. Um, I published a lot of poetry in my early 20s. That's really awkward. I... <laughs> And I used to really blog in kind of like my mid and late 20s. And when I started a business, I, I picked up podcasting, which, you know, I really love. And I love having conversations with other people. But my writing kind of mainly just focused on my Instagram posts. And there's a limit in that. There's a limit to how much we can say. And I felt that there was a lot of pressure to only show these very created shiny aspects of my life and there was also a lot of pressure to be consistent and i think the truth is that creative expression is cyclical really like anything else in life and that i needed breaks away from the platform to kind of replenish my thinking and my expression and that was tricky to do because you know there's an algorithm and i had built up a certain following and there was an expectation that I would provide more content every day, or at least every week. And then this year I started using an app called ZenScreen, and I noticed that on average, I was spending 10 hours on Instagram. And that's really just being present on a platform that's not including content, because I had blocked extra time to write that out and schedule it in my calendar. And that's still something I really recommend doing if you want to be on Instagram, it's sometimes wise to write your longer post through something like later.com and there's a free version for that. So I was doing that, but still I was scrolling on my feet, engaging, you know, answering questions in my DMs for 10 hours a week. That's so much time. And I got really worried about my attention span as well as my mental health. So, you know, we know now that every time we pick up our phone to just check something or, you know, like, see what notifications we got. We're so pulled away from the thing that we were presently working on. And it's something that over time, I think, has really kind of lowered my ability to be present with anything. Because there was always the promise of this kind of dopamine hit by picking up my phone and seeing how many likes I got. I listened to the book, listen, ha, listen, <laughs> I listened to the book How to Break Up With Your Phone, Catherine Price and I really liked it. I felt like it was a really cool, very accessible overview of current research on mental health and phone use and it just kind of shook me up in a way. And then I kind of held the thought a little bit more, could I really leave social media? What would that mean? What am I getting from social media right now that maybe I could be getting in other places? And then In August in the beginning of August I was just like okay let's do it let's let's just see what happens and I want to be honest here and say that this is a privilege in a way I have built my business to a point where I am able to do this without completely being forgotten because I have two podcasts and my newsletter list and lots of other ways in which I can get in touch with people and I've built really beautiful relationships and a community around my business so I felt able to do this um, in the beginning I felt really wild and ridiculous and I was and am still worried about forgotten sometimes but I'm also really excited about all of this headspace and time and energy that I'm reclaiming for myself and I have so many ideas for where I want to spend that energy instead. So really I want to create more long-form content. I want to interview more people for this podcast and my other one called Daydream Walls. I want to build more community and I want to blog more and maybe also make longer videos and how to guides for different things that I really love doing, like setting tech software systems up and exploring better ways of running small businesses. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited for that. And I'm also noticing that I'm no longer needing to create these smaller bite sized bite size kind of glimpses into my life shifts the way I think about myself and my business. Um, I get to be myself more often and I'm also noticing that I'm no longer comparing myself so much. I really want to work in my zone of genius and be in touch and in community with people but not look outside of myself for how things are meant to be or what they should look like all the time. And like I said, I really want to reinvest those 10 hours more into community, being connected, and just really having conversations with people because I think that's important at this time. Um, I have built an existing community on Mighty Networks, which I really love. Um, There's more than 120 people in there right now, and it's beautiful. It includes two courses or programs. One is called the DOI Business Collective, which has a 10 module course at its core. We also have monthly group coaching calls. The first one is tomorrow. Monthly workshops, weekly journaling prompts, and quarterly business planning workshops. And I really wanna be present with these people because they have committed to working with me. We have similar values. We're all on a journey together. And I log into this network at any time, any, any day, any weekday. And there's always someone online. And that really makes my heart sing because it's a much more intentional community where we have gathered around a specific purpose rather than just everyone shouting stuff from the rooftops. Like we actually talk to each other and that really means a ton to me. And then the other program is related to my other business called Data Rules, which is called Wild Embodiment. And that's all about exploring self and community care, herbalism, the tarot journaling practice is self massage and those kinds of things is in community and it's really yeah, it's really fun and I think that's the point, right? It's meant to be fun. Like we're not here to just make money. That's important too. That is so important. I really um, I really want to stress that because I'm not of the idea that we can just you know, that everyone can just blindly follow their dreams we can to an extent, I think that's really beautiful, but that kind of statement without any grounding, I think comes from a place of privilege because we do operate under capitalism within, within systems that maybe we're not really supporting or that we're not in alignment with and we have to pay bills and, and I think that's important. Um, but also we have dreams and ideas and, and things that we want to express in the world and that's beautiful. And that brings me to one of my last points. I really wanna remember that the rules are all made up, right? So I think there's a rule that we have collectively decided upon that in order to build a small business, you have to be on social media. And and I think it can be beautiful and really powerful and very connective to be on social media, but I don't think that that's actually a rule. And I'm excited to kind of explore what other ways of building and growing can look like and how they can be cyclical as well and before i go i want to say if you feel like there's still value for you in being on social media that's amazing there's no judgment here i think you can meet amazing people you can bring new ideas into the world you can be part of conversations and i think if you're intentional with that and if you can kind of be mindful of how you're using your phone and how you relating to this hit that we're getting when we're getting likes and comments then that's awesome and you know I'm cheering you on from over here and I'm also gonna keep teaching about social media because I think it is important for many people and it's part of the course that I'm offering and I think there's nothing wrong with it I've just come to a point where I'm excited to leave um, and interestingly on the day that I left last Friday I immediately on the night wrote a zine and I sent it to my newsletter last week and lots of people really liked it hadn't written a zine especially that quickly in a number of years and I felt like these like creative blocks had just kind of been lifted in a way and so I'm excited for what else is to come and I'm really grateful for you listening to this and yeah thank you so much for listening let me know what you think and how you're feeling about social media at the moment